and welcome to Let's Hear the Word with Cindy. Today we will finalize the book of Ruth. We have the last chapter that we will be reading. It's something that being financially stable, it's noble. It's a desire by many. Being free from the confines of lack is certainly important. Compare this to godliness. Is the efficacy of godliness balanced by the weight of being financially free? And the possibility of an inheritance being blemished. The chapter that we are going to be reading today, Ruth 4, talks about the kingsman. Again, it's set in a time where people did according to their own purpose. And there was customary rules when it comes to the ceremony of marriage. And we will see that Boaz met with the other kingsmen, the elders of his people. And many of them rejected his proposal. And we will see what that is all about. Why would people reject marrying Ruth? What is wrong with her? What is happening? And what was those serious, very determined prayers that Naomi had for her daughter-in-laws? Why was that important? You do know that Boaz was 80 years old. And you do know that Ruth was about 40. Maybe a little older. These were estimates. These were estimates. And so she had a seriousness on getting married and having children. Likewise, he did too. But Ruth was rejected by these kingsmen. Because she was a dead man's widow. It, that is, according to that time, and possibly now, the worst. And that her child that she would have with Boaz would not be his child. He would be the child of the deceased husband. So you will see that towards the end of this chapter, when Ruth does have a child, that that child is breastfed by someone. And why would that be? Why would Naomi be breastfeeding Ruth's child? Hmm. Interesting. 
Rejection never changes how God loves us. The kingsmen that rejected Ruth, rejected the marriage, they had no idea on what they were giving up. The lineage of the Messiah. They were more concerned about their inheritance. They were more concerned about the public view. They were more concerned about losing so much more than gaining what God has. God is always with us, according to Ephesians 2.13. But now in Christ Jesus, you were once far off, having been brought near by the blood of Christ. So God is near us, but he's also in us. 1 John 4.16 says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So we are his heirs, regardless of the rejection, regardless of Ruth being rejected. She's still inherited the wealth. It changed nothing about her everlasting identity, opposed to the identity of the kingsmen. No one knows who they are. They thought to keep their inheritance and they're nameless. Our life is for a reason. According to Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Our life is for a reason. And our relationship with Jesus should be solid. It should be solid. And we know this because 1 John 5.19 says, We know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. That's where we are separate. People are missing the mark and some are actually using the gifts, the talents that God has given to us. Free gift. Ruth 4. Then went Boaz up to the gate. And sat him down there. And behold, the kingsmen of whom Boaz spake came by. Unto whom he said, Ho, such a one, turn aside, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit ye down here. And they sat down. And he said unto the kingsmen, Naomi, that is come again out of the country of Moab, Selleth a parcel of land, which was our brother Elimelech's. And I thought to advise thee, saying, Buy it before the inhabitants, and before the elders of my people. If thou wilt redeem it, redeem it. But if thou wilt not redeem it, then tell me, that I may know, for there is none to redeem it beside thee, and I am after thee. And he said, I will redeem it. Then said Boaz, what day thou buyest the field of the hand of Naomi, thou must buy it also of Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of the dead, 
to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance. And the kinsman said, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I mar my own inheritance. Redeem thou my right to thyself, for I cannot redeem it. Now, this was the manner in former time in Israel concerning redeeming and concerning changing. For to confirm all things, a man plucked off his shoe and gave it to his neighbor. And this was a testimony in Israel. Therefore, the kinsman said unto Boaz, Buy it for thee. So he drew off his shoe. And Boaz said unto the elders and unto all the people, Ye are the witnesses this day that I have bought all that was Elimelech's, and all that was Shilion's, and all that was Melon's, at the hand of Naomi. Moreover, Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of Melon, have I purchased to be my wife, to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance, that the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren, and from the gates of his place. You are witnesses this day, and all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman that is come into thine house like Rachel and Leah, which too did build the house of Israel. And do thou worthily in Ephratah and be fameless in Bethlehem. And let the house be like the house of Pharaoh, whom Tamar bare unto Judah of the seed which the Lord shall give thee. Of this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth and she, his wife, and went in unto her. The Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which has not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, hath bore him. And Naomi took the child, and laid it in her bosom, and began to nurse unto it. And the woman, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, and the father of David. Now, these are the generations of Pharez. Pharez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, and Ram begot Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz, and Boaz begot Obadad, and Obadad begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David. Thank you for listening today. Be blessed.